0: to all my children's writing friends. This is Laurie at the Writer's Way podcast and welcome to a little piece of holiday joy. It's the 12 Days of Marketing. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It's the last day of the 12 Days of Marketing for Children's Authors series. Yet again, what a mouthful! I really hope that you've enjoyed this series and I I want to say a special thank you to Kay who loved it so much. She took pages and pages of notes and then she was kind enough to share her notes for people if they wanted them. But that kind of dedication always really impresses me because it shows me, Kay, that you want to learn, you want to learn how to market your books, you really want to make this into a thing that that will help you be successful, and, and I appreciate that. That's the whole reason that I'm here, that I'm doing this, so thank you, because it means a lot to me that you listen and that you share about it. Today, I want to share something that I've only recently begun doing, and it's mind-blowing, life-changing, incredible, <laughs> and I can't believe that I wasn't doing it sooner. Today, I also made for today's special to go along with it. I actually recorded a video for everybody so you you can see what I'm talking about and how to arrange it because sometimes you just really need a visual, right? Okay, so we're going to carry on talking about social media. We talked about social media in the last show. And if you listen, do you remember I talked about four post types? So awareness where people get to know you like you trust you they get to understand you're an author they get to understand your mission your passion your target audience all that kind of stuff they get to know about you in the awareness posts right The next kind was engagement. So with engagement posts, you are posting strictly for likes, for comments, for shares, It's strictly for algorithm juice. Okay, I went over this in the last show. If you didn't listen, go listen. The next kind and... This is uh, often where people, especially new authors, get stuck. It's the sales and promotion type posts. And this is by my book. And a lot of authors get stuck here because they see the other authors that are stuck there posting. And they think, well, that must be what works. And you definitely need to do some sales and promotion posts. But you definitely shouldn't do all sales and promotion posts, right? And then the fourth type that most people don't even hit on or realize they need to be doing is growth posts. So growth Can be two things. Grow your following or your audience or your channel, whatever you call it, right? Grow the people who subscribe to you and follow you, or grow your email list. And so again, those are people who subscribe to you and that that will get your emails week after week. And so you should definitely be doing both of those things, especially the email list. I would default to growing your email list. If you could only do one, that's what I would default to. I think you know that about me, right? Okay, so we have these four types of hosts. And now here's what I suggest that you everybody starts doing immediately. And this is what the video is about. I've worked with authors now for about five years. And I am equally guilty of this for years and years. But what I see over and over again is creative, brilliant, wonderful authors doing YouTube videos because they're singer-songwriters or they're actresses and they're playing a character or what, what have you, creating YouTube videos or creating blog posts or doing podcasts. They're creating content and they're doing something new weekly, monthly, whatever. And they're always doing something new. They're creating content over and over and over again. They create a masterpiece. They share about it once and then they move on. And I was just talking to Deb about this today. It's like your content dies a a very quick death when you share it once and move on. And so now some people have learned I'm gonna create the content and I'm going to put it on YouTube or I'm gonna put it on my podcast or I'm gonna publish my blog. And then I'm gonna write a Facebook post about it. Yay, I've shared about it in two places. Well, that's better. That's definitely better. That's making progress. Maybe you're thinking, I but Lori, I also I also share it on Instagram. I put it on my stories. I make a reel about it. And I share it to my email list. Winning. High five, right? And that's better, yes, that's definitely better. But today we're going to go one step further. Actually, we're going to go like a hundred steps further. It's going to be so good. Okay, I need to calm down because it's a very exciting for me. Okay, so you create your content, and now um, I'm going to spin in a, a. I'm going to spin in something a little bit extra here, just because why not? It's the last day, I can do that. When you create your content, and this is what I cover in the content market course that I have. And maybe I'll add two today's specials. Maybe I'll put that on for a discount so that you can have two specials today. Anyway, in the content marketing course, I teach you to create a pillar piece of content. And so that would be your video or your blog or your podcast. Usually um, with authors, it's a written piece of content because we're writers, but we're also creatives. And so often it is a YouTube channel or a podcast, something else. So you create your one piece of pillar content. And then you create 15 to 30 spin-off pieces of content that you use and you post and you share so that that one piece of content, that pillar content does not die a slow and, or a quick and painful death. It lasts. Okay. So this is something like an audiogram and that can be for your video or your podcast, like a 30 second audiogram. It's a quote post where you pull something you said in the video or in the podcast and you Create a quote out of your own words. It's maybe a meme, a poll, an email, a Pinterest pin, tweet, all these things. And I'm not even joking when I say 15 to 30, okay? Lots of pieces of com- content from your one piece of pillar content. There we go. I distilled that course into two minutes. <laughs> there you go. You don't need the course. So here's where the magic happens. Now, this will depend on what social media scheduler you use, but the plain old Facebook free scheduler that you get on your business page won't cut it for this. Okay. So here's what you do. You create your pillow content, pillar content, you create your 15 pieces of content, whatever. Then you schedule them using your scheduler and you schedule them to repeat. So the one that I use, you'll see in the video, it's called recycling. And that means you recycle that piece of content however often you wanna do it. So you don't wanna do it weekly, you don't wanna do it daily. I suggest a period of either three months or six months and that kind of depends on how much content you create. But you're gonna set that one piece, let's say it's a 30 second audiogram that is sharing about a YouTube video you made. You share that audiogram once every six months let's say, for three, four years, because that's what these schedulers allow you to do. So instead of your fantastic song or, I don't know, act on YouTube, instead of it only getting shared and seen once and then dying, it can be seen again once every three or six months for years. And now I want you to picture this in your head. You make 15 pieces of content. Let's say you even only make five pieces. One for Instagram, one for Facebook, one for Pinterest, one for Twitter. What am I missing? Your email and one for your email. So all those social channels, you can use your scheduler. I'll show you which one I use in the video, but you can use your scheduler to share it again once every three months or six months or however long you're going to do it. And then the next month, you have your pillar content. You have your five pieces of content, and you're going to do it again. If you keep creating, you can see how your social media scheduler is going to completely fill up. You're going to have more content than you ever knew what to do with starting in about six months. And it's not that you have to constantly create new content. It's that really the more that you're out there, the more that you share your work and your creativity and your uniqueness and your brilliance, the more often you do that, the more chance you have of being discovered. We don't usually post three times a day because we don't usually have the time. We just don't have the capacity. And we also don't have sometimes the brain power to create that much, right? Right. But if you are reusing your content every six months and still creating some content, the content bank, so to speak, is going to grow and grow and grow. And in a shorter time than you realize, you're going to have so much content out there. And people will find it. And they will follow you and they will... Get to know you, like you, trust you. If you have those growth posts, they're going to grow. They're going to get on your email list. If they have, if you have those engagement posts, you're going to get more algorithm juice and your posts will just naturally be cycled out to more and more accounts and more and more people who like stuff like your stuff. And you're going to grow. And, and I really hope that you can see the potential in this strategy. When I talk about this in strategy sessions, I can see authors' eyes kind of widen as they sort of register the fact that even if you only make content for the next six months and then recycle it, you know, I really think you could get away with three months too. But whatever, whatever you want to do, whatever feels comfortable for you. Even if you only made six months worth of content and then it just recycled and then you would add in maybe a holiday post here, Valentine's Day post there, a welcome back to school post, you know, what, what have you. People will not remember it. A, they're not gonna remember, this looks a lot like the post that she posted six months ago. In fact, I think it's the exact same thing. What is this person thinking that they can reuse the same post? No, no, nobody's gonna remember. No one's gonna notice. If they notice... Generally, what the reaction is, oh, wait, I meant to buy that book or I meant to follow that author. I meant to go find that video. Like, whatever it is, it's thanks for the reminder. That's the idea. It's not, how dare they repost this? It's thank goodness I have been looking for this artist and I couldn't find them. And I'm so happy that this came across my feed again because I remember the exact thing. Okay. So at the very bare minimum, you can make three months worth of content. You could recycle it every three months. It would just grow and grow. Your audience would grow and grow. Your email list would grow and grow. And it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful thing because imagine what you have the room for and the capacity for and the space for once that content creation is off your plate, right? It's incredible. Now, you might be saying that's all fine and great. I can make content. I can recycle content. I can reuse it. But what if The content that I've been creating so far is just not hitting with my audience. So first, I would tell you, go back to the last episode and really listen and try four types of posts like awareness, engagement, sales, and growth. Really try to stick to that for a month or two and see if that helps your content to get um, more life to it. And if it doesn't, you might have to back up even more to the foundations of your marketing. Who is your ideal customer? Are they a parent? Are they a mom? Are they a deaf? are they a teacher are they a grandparent really nail who your ideal customer is and what's the big benefit that you offer with your stories right and that's really important work to do as well as again your customer's level of awareness where are they at the, on their journey and how aware are they of this problem that you solve and the solution that you offer and trust me when i say marketing is so much easier when you have a problem <laughs> and a solution to offer that, that helps that problem. Okay. So these are all things that we go over in the beginning author marketing membership. And I'm going to include a link to that because it's been so fantastic. So wonderful to help people really. uh Aha, because it's, this marketing education that you just never got, right? And so it's not that you're not good at marketing; it's that you don't know. You never got this information. So why not add a third discount today? Oh my goodness! I'm gonna to have to write down what I'm offering here. <laughs> I'm doing it on the fly, but why not? It's Christmas time. I'll I'll include a discount to that marketing membership, and and I hope to see you in there. It really is a fantastic place for for beginning authors to learn their marketing. So. Thank you to everybody who's listened. I really appreciate the comments and I really appreciate people who've reached out. In the free Facebook group, Marketing for Children's Authors, there's been a few people who listened and then had questions for me. Gosh, the teacher in me really loves that. So thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate just knowing that this is useful to you. Useful is my most favorite word, I think. So happy holidays to everybody, no matter where you are, what's happening in your life. I wish you a very joyous couple of weeks as we close out 2021 and look forward to a new and exciting year goodbye my friends